0: Hello, everybody! Uh, hello, 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 hello. Uh, welcome again to another exclusive episode of T2U. You. You. I'm not talking about that person that's sitting right behind you. I'm talking about you. Um, and also the person sitting right behind you. Um, how are you doing today, Zach?
1: I'm doing swell. I uh, just came in from Las Vegas. I uh, was editing uh, quite a bit. Uh, I was just editing Las Vegas... Uh I'm uh, and I'm making a movie about my experience. It's called Editing and Shooting. Ooh. Uh Actually, that's a little controversial. Never mind. It's going to say Editing and Shooting in Las Vegas, but uh the edit this part out, Sam. No. Yep. I I mean, that's a little that's too soon, right? the editing shooting. and shooting? Yeah, I was going to call oh, my movie oh, called oh. Editing and Shooting in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, I mean that's, that's I mean a horrible I, I don't title. think anyone
1: No, cut cut this out. That's really insensitive. I'm sorry. I you know, I was just thinking of the title. I already branded it. So now the new title of the movie is called Editing and Filming in ah. Las Vegas. There we go.
0: That's also pretty insensitive, since I'd... a lot of people are out of work, since film is kind of not really in use anymore. Oh, yeah. So, well, uh, they sorry can... to all those people who, you know, Zach likes to just joke about that. It's fun.
1: I am the Donnie to Sam's Lenard.
0: That's what they say. That's I've heard that a lot.
1: That's uh, Look that up. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, anyways, uh, we also just want to talk about, we are not sponsored by Squarespace, uh, in no way are we sponsored by Squarespace whatsoever. They do not
1: give us money. They give us no money. There is only one entity that gives us money, mm-hmm. and that is the, say it with me, Sam, mm-hmm. Steven, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg that's the one right. Steven and only.
0: Spielberg uh, is our producer for the show. Um, he pays
1: for my apartment now. I don't know if you knew that, Sam. Wh- what? Yeah, he pays for my uh, apartment. He pays for
0: your apartment? Yeah,
1: and he pays for my child support. I still haven't even met him yet. Really? No, I, I haven't met him. And here's the thing. He, <laughs> you you pay... got
0: an anonymous check in the mail? Yeah,
1: but it says Steven Spielberg. And here's the cool thing. When you get so famous, your checks have, like, how he signs it. It's, it's just a, a stamp of his name. Mm, that's
0: pretty lazy. Yeah.
1: Well, it's pretty lazy indeed. I uh, wonder
0: if he just, like, is, keeps handing out checks then.
1: Uh, well, he uh, he must. He gave, me, he gave me, not only he gave me child support, and he also gave me uh, that thing when you get divorced. Like a a, uh, a, a, mu- a mutual. Anyways, I do not have a child or a wife, uh-huh. so I don't know what Steven Spielberg is thinking. Maybe
0: he's accidentally like writing your name instead of somebody else.
1: He wrote Zach, read Scott uh, Ferguson. <laughs> you
0: know your own name.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently Spielberg knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about this week in film, which yes. is actually a, a podcast. I actually I typed it in. Uh, there's this podcast uh called This Week in Film. Um I haven't listened to any of it. Uh but you know. Oh if you wanna check it out and tell us how it is, I don't know.
1: Well, but anyways. Uh wait, um, I have a I have some news. Oh. Film news. So like I said before, I went to Las Vegas for this film uh this broadcasting mm. uh convention mm-hmm. where they premiere all the newest cameras. I all the new you've heard of it. Because I, yeah. Wait, what is
0: the place? What is it called? It's called called
1: NAB, National Association of Broadcasting. Yes, I would assume. And it's pretty cool. And the biggest thing that came out of that was the new Pocket, Black Magic Pocket Cinema 4D. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. 4K. 4D, 4K. Anyways, Mm. everybody was ecstatic uh, about it. Uh, We had giggling girls on it. We Mm. had giggling men. Mm. We had this dog that was giggling. He was so excited. (laughs) There were dogs at the Ah. uh, convention. Yeah, so um if you got a lot of money, you know, you inherit it from your uncle who just, you know, went to jail uh for a Ponzi scheme. Only in that exact scenario is this Yeah, acceptable. a lot of people with uncles. Yeah. And they all rhyme with Bernie Murdoff Madoff. It's like my great uncle Danoff, Uncle Shmainoff. Anyways, yeah, so check that uh black magic uh camera out. It what, how much good. is
0: the what is the asking price? I think for it? it's
1: like I think I saw fourteen hundred mm. thousand dollars. Fourteen hundred fourteen ninety-nine. No dots. No periods. No decimals. I think.
0: I'm seeing it here, it's about a thousand.
1: <laughs> oh, it's only a thousand?
0: Well that's on Google Express. Yeah. And, this and this is, this is without this any might lenses. Be the, yeah, this is that without lenses. This yeah. might be I don't know if this is like is this the first black magic pocket camera?
1: So- but uh we got a we got an exclusive it was really cool. We uh were talking to like some janitor guy and he told us about it the day before it was announced. Mm. So it was pretty cool. We got the inside scoop. So it's about
0: um, on BH Photo. It's about 1300, but that includes the lens. Oh,
1: uh, wow. Really? That is, that doesn't sound that much. Anyways, so that's news from film. Pretty exciting also, stuff.
0: Also, I think a little bit more important yeah. is the death of Milos Foreman.
1: Oh, um, oh! <laughs>
0: I cried. Oh, no. I, um, I don't actually... Uh, he died yesterday. How did he die? Uh, I think it was cancer. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't really know how he died. Uh, but yeah. I... For those who don't know Milo Schwarman, finish this episode. But go see either Amadeus, One Flew of the Cuckoo's
1: Nest. Or Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon?
0: You yeah. mean the the one about? Um,
1: with, about uh, it was about uh, Andrew Andy Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. He he directed that with yeah. Jim Carrey.
0: Yeah, you, I mean you see the documentary on that as well. Well, you'll see. Um, Foreman. But I, he also has uh, Love of a Blonde, which was his first, uh, the film that got him famous, which won him an Oscar uh, for best foreign film in the Czech. He he was Czech Republic. He was from the Czech. Actually, he was from Czechoslovakia back when he was called that, and he actually. Uh, studied at a film school that I studied at as well called FAMU. Um, and um, he and a lot of other people from uh, the 60s uh, were part of the Czech New Wave, um, which was at the same time was going on as the French New Wave. These were films yeah. that basically tried to do away with um, very typical style uh, of of directing, where it was it was very flat. He was trying to have a lot more he was known for using a lot of non-actors
1: in one of the one of the movies i've been meaning to watch for quite some time is the fireman's ball
0: actually not i'm not the biggest fan of that movie oh
1: you saw that right yeah but apparently like people were very mad it was banned from czech for a few years yeah. because it well, a lot of Ill things were about um about the czech rep- the public um <laughs> the
0: Czechoslovakia.
1: yeah so but, but anyways
0: uh, sad news he died an amazing person in film history uh he were, will forever be solidified as in my mind. I mean Amadeus is my favorite film right now.
1: Yes. Um that's I mean uh, f- a fun fact about Sam and I, uh, or at least myself, uh the first movie I really ever t- I mean like I mean
0: I was kind of helped out. I mean no, I guess yeah, it's I your mean, film. Okay, but.
1: anyway, um the uh, the first so I watched Amadeus when I was like twelve or thirteen and the moment after I loved it so much that I decided to make a hour long parody of Amadeus. It wasn't a parody. No, it yeah. was a
0: shot by shot recreation sh- of, of Amadeus.
1: If you had three dollars, um, your brother and
0: a and a and, a, and, a, and a, it, I, uh, what was and
1: A flip phone? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a flip phone. No, it was a flip camera.
0: No, it wasn't a flip camera. It was no. It that, was a that
1: was the pot- It was the tape recorder. Oh my goodness! We shot that on the tape. Yeah, we had five. We didn't. It was no a five tape hour long. Shot by shot recreation of Ahmed Davis. And
0: some of the, some of it was actually recording. This was on no editing. So we shot everything. When- all the edits were in camera. So sometimes we actually shot over. Uh, shot a screen of the film itself. And yeah. Zach just had his face dangling on a string. In place of Amadeus.
1: <laughs> Amadeus. And the movie was called Zacadeus. Mm. The first movie I've ever made. First movie I was a part of. I a- wouldn't say I made it, but I was a part of it. A- you were a huge part of it. In fact,
0: it- I was the the only other person who really helped out it with was it. The and o- I remember very clearly there was a point where we were so excited about the camera moving up. Like, he was just like, I'm going to do something special, Sam. You're going to pan down to me picking up my hat and then pan up to me putting it on my head. <laughs> And I was, like, nine or ten. It's crazy. And we were just like, oh, man, this is going to be is crazy. Amazing. We're going to have the camera pan. And this scene, like, it, it, there was no reason for you to say, like, you were just like, oh, wait, I left my hat. And you can see you're <laughs> grinning. You were just, like, <laughs> like so proud of yourself. You're going to do something really cool. I just, like, yeah. You just pick up this hat and put it on your head. In fact, I, mean, I think we still have that hat, right?
1: Uh, yes, we do. It should be at my house yeah. or in my uh, in my trunk.
0: But anyways, dedicated Ugh. to, this episode is dedicated to Milos Forman for inspiring us. Um, and Amadeus is an immaculate movie. Anyways, uh, today we're going to actually do kind of something a little bit different. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, YouTube, actually. Um, YouTube, uh, YouTube videos, vlogs, as some people might say. And we're going to talk a little bit about the legitimacy of... Of these sort of videos as, uh, as as you know, pieces of media. Um, Zach and I have kind of different points of view on this. I've started shifting more towards the negative a little bit more, but I think I'm still a little bit more pro YouTube videos than Zach is. Um, Zach, what are you, What are you? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind when you think of YouTube uh, videos.
1: Well, I would have to say at first, I would think those guys who would just do like the chocolate rain, but now I think YouTube has developed into the, uh, into the, um, talkies into the like podcast mm. video, video thing. Mm-hmm. There's a format. You have, uh, the, uh, the Chris Chimwick or you, who's your guy? With the glasses, Casey Neistat. Yeah, Casey Neistat. Nass-
0: oh my dill, <laughs> Casey Neistat.
1: Now here's the thing. I don't really. I. It was weird. So I was at this convention, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was talking to this guy, and he's like, "So you watch YouTube's?" And I'm like, "No, I don't watch YouTube's." And I realized the only YouTube video series I watch really is. Uh, uh, this thing called On Cinema at the Cinema with Tim Heidecker. Classic.
0: I mean, it's so informative. No,
1: it's really good. Their latest episode, they shot it all on VR. So you Really? <laughs> yes. It was horrible. It was so dumb. It was like, it was shaky. <laughs> Zach, the... you're insulting
0: a very serious oh, show. Oh,
1: so sorry. I mean, it was it was like, sorry, dumb in the way that- More experimental. No, no, no. I-, I was saying dumb as in like, like stupid as in it's cool like that's mm-hmm. stupid man oh, yeah, like yeah. that sick was stupid like that trick was stupid mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying like it was dumb it was so like out of this world but yeah you could watch that we sh- well we don't do a video podcast but anyways you could that's the only youtube thing channel i like actually look forward so, to so i i started
0: watching youtube videos um back the summer of sophomore to junior year for me when i started um I was stayed in DC over the summer, and I, I I would work pretty. I would get up pretty early, and I only had um, about thirty minutes to eat to make lunch or to eat uh, to make breakfast, and and it was just it was so quick. So it was like really the only thing to do was watch YouTube videos during that not time because Jeez. you know TV shows about thirty minutes. It's also YouTube videos are kind of a sign of our shortening attention span because mm. um, an average YouTube video. Ten is about... It should be max. Um, Ten minutes. Uh, but I started watching Casey Neistat. I was introduced to him. Um, and I grew to love Casey Neistat. Did. And then I became obsessed with Casey Neistat. In fact, I actually made uh, this YouTube video um, which talked all about uh, how I was thinking how um, uh, YouTube videos will... Um, how they are connected with the French new wave
1: it was a good video
0: it's a uh, Zach have you still have you actually watched it yet? I haven't
1: watched the whole thing yeah that's what I thought
0: um I'm a, I'm a bad brother <laughs> but anyways I'll give you the HTML in a second but um me. No, uh, the viewers here. Right. Um, oh, here, if you go on YouTube, uh, the HTML is uh, www.youtube.com slash watch question mark V equals capital X ZKQ53XJY uh, capital R capital U uh, ampersand T equals 594 lowercase s. Um, so hopefully you guys got that down. But um, it's YouTube. I was fascinated for a while and I started watching Philip DeFranco um, and I still watch Philip DeFranco. Um, but now I'm kind of, I'm also getting a little bit tired of the vlog format. Uh, are you
1: talking about the thing where they just sit in front of a screen? And well, then...
0: that's the worst case scenario. Well, um,
1: uh, I, I I feel like from what I've seen, I have seen plenty of YouTubes, not no dedicated YouTube videos. But there's like this weird um, format to how to edit YouTube videos. And they are okay with jump cuts. It's so strange. Which jump... is how
0: I, I was comparing French New Wave with... YouTube in that way because they're both use jump cuts a lot.
1: Now, we're talking about YouTube in general, right? Yes. Well, another prominent thing on YouTube is uh, YouTube poop. Well, th- that was back in the day. Do you, have you ever heard of YouTube Wait, poop? Wait, YouTube poop? I've heard of YouTube poop. Oh, man. I will show you
0: YouTube poop. See, your your opinion... Of, see, when you talk about YouTube, you talk about these funny videos.
1: Funny... Right? Well, surreal videos. See, YouTube poop... I, one time, in an ex- editing class, tried to convince my teacher that YouTube poop was, like you did, the new surreal surrealism. It's like experimental film. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden... They'll like they'll take these old movies like Spiderman like not old but like these movies, and do like put in like really weird graphics. Oh, really like I mean it's so dumb. But I've heard of that. Yeah. My teacher would show these really strange videos where they would like. She once uh, showed us a video of uh, Leave It to Beaver, and it would just repeated the same video over and over again of like beaver coming in and sitting down and then the dad would go like how's your day son and it just repeated that over and over. I'm like if this is considered like professional experimental film then why the heck isn't YouTube poop experimental film?
0: That's true. Um because I
1: mean like if it, it took um found footage and just put in like random Legend of Zelda noises. Yeah, no, I think that th-
0: Until fairly recently, YouTube has been just completely, just all these junk videos. Because people, the whole point of YouTube is there is no...
1: No net neutrality. What? No, I mean, like... There is you don't Do you have. you know to, what net neutrality is? I I always get confused. I know the essence of it, but I oh actually get God. confused. See, YouTube has actually taught ta- taught me
0: what net neutrality is. Really, Ready Player
1: One taught me about net neutrality. That's the that was
0: my main takeaway from Ready Player One. Is uh,
1: there's that great scene where he's just like you 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 can't put a net over. Mr. Neutrality. Mr. Neutrality, <laughs>
0: huh? <laughs> that was Spielberg saying that actually. Yeah, I was, was there his in the booth camo. when he, he actually invited me. I didn't. I didn't. You he still didn't, haven't met him? Yeah, no. I I was in the audio booth and he was he was like behind a curtain. Uh, and <laughs> then I was like, who's that man behind the curtain? And I was like, that's Mr. Spielberg. Shut up. Shut up. And then he did that line. But anyways, no. Uh, until recently, video uh, YouTube was just completely. People can just upload it whenever. I mean, I do it. People. There's no. The distribution is instantaneous. I love the, it. But the problem with that is anyone can do it. And um, commercials. And but that,
1: I, now it's commercial. I mean, it's well, kind Hold on.
0: Hold on. So uh, where was I going to? Um, they're illegit- uh, So th- that's still a lot of YouTube, but I think now, finally, people are starting to think of YouTube as being legitimate. Um, and not all videos, but if you if you can be, you can make millions on YouTube.
1: Oh several people have. And
0: for, there's a lot of ways of doing it. Philip DeFranco, for instance, the person I really watch every single morning, um, he was on YouTube from the beginning, back when it was started in like 2003. Um, he started out really early on. And from my point of view, really to be great, I mean this isn't all the time, but to be great on YouTube, it's just consistency and in having like a routine, uh, like a specific schedule that you put things out. You have to treat it like, which is what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Because if you don't do it every single week, unless... You, you can start slacking whenever you get big, like Philip DeFranco. You shouldn't.
1: No. Well, th- if we get big, which we already are because we're on Steven <laughs> Spielberg's <laughs> radar.
0: Yeah, yeah. But like and only Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, only Spielberg. But he's once really we- bad at promoting things. By the way, he's not a good distributor. He's,
1: <laughs> no, he's he's yeah. <laughs> Um No, like I think we should keep true to our form. I think you, okay. Anyways, uh, but no, I, I agree. But
0: I but have, that's 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 something that's very unique about YouTube is. That's the one side is things have become so democratic that it's, and there is no middleman. It's all about, or woman, it's all about you, um, your, how you promote it, how you do all these things and you incorporate YouTube with Instagram, with all these different things. And it's the same way with podcasts, but I mean, video, I think is still always a superior uh, form of, of, of legitimacy.
1: It's also about branding. Uh, That's true. I've, I've realized, like, you have to have the same channel. Like, I have, I think, three different channels out there, and I forget the passwords to all of them. Yeah. So if I ever wanted to make, like, a playlist of my stuff and send it to somebody, I would have to send them three different, like, video links. Yeah. And even now, like, my stuff is so different yeah. that I would have to start a new one. I'm now, trying
0: to put compartmentalize. I'm
1: trying to do the same thing, but I would probably have to rip some of my YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Zach, isn't Zagadeus Zach on? No, Zagadeus Zach, Zach is not on YouTube. Dad is, oh, not Zagadeus. Michael Phelps Feltzer- returns Michael Anyways, um, so here's another YouTube thing we haven't talked about, and we need to talk about, is the uh, the gamers. Well, that's more I Twitch. Think, well, it's, it, you, it's beginning to be Twitch. Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, no, Twitch is like kind Game of taking... Have you ever heard of Game Grumps? No. They are huge in anime culture. Like the anime, the nerd I've factor. Never heard of Game Grumps. You never okay. This is so strange. Game Grumps is like the holy one of the holy grails of the nerd culture. And like, I'm surprised. This is how much you hang around with nerds. There's these group of men. How much I don't hang around with
0: nerds? You mean? Yeah. Since I don't know what Game Grumps. Yes,
1: is. that's like <laughs> that's like one of those videos they go to. It's a it's a group of men, and I think one lady. Uh, who you know do the the game thing? They play a video game and they do funny stuff, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know they got the, they're in the corner, but they're so idolized. Mm-hmm. They have their own band, and they do cartoons, and they do other stuff. They do like their bunch of stuff. They even have a a, a YouTube red. Uh, video youtube red
0: for those who don't know is like youtube's way of trying to of turning this into like it's a subscription based oh, thing
1: they're all horrible all the oh yeah snake.
0: youtube red is, is known for not having any like, good original no, nothing's content good.
1: and i saw their the game grumps original video and I'm, I'm i'm just sitting there i'm like what like i started watching here's another youtube uh group that became huge remember smosh
0: Smosh is one of the originals, yeah.
1: Smosh? I loved Smosh. They were dumb humor, but they made a movie, and I started watching it. was on Netflix, and I started watching it. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Well, that's the
0: thing. YouTube, a lot of YouTubers, the, the reason... They can't YouTube, make YouTube... I'm can't. trying to put YouTube into... I'm trying to think of it from a cinematic point of view, but I don't think YouTube... The, the sort of person that at least was the original sort of YouTube people... Can't really transition over into, for instance, Casey Neistat. Is a the I think he's number one probably on a lot of people's meters when it comes to YouTube.
1: And see that,
0: but he can't like his his sort of thing is daily vlogs. He's really good at editing, but he, I mean, sorry if he's listening to this, but he tried to make an app company called Beam. Um, And it failed because he's too all over the place and he I mean he might give another reason and that's the other thing about YouTube quick side tangent people do like Reaction videos and they do like videos explaining things and then they do another video and reaction hold on That's a whole nother subset to YouTube anyways. He tried to make a beam um, Which was just an app it failed miserably because from my point of view it seemed like he was he was he's too all over the place and that's perfect for youtubers youtubers are extremely flexible their 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 equipment is just a camera and a mic and they can can just bounce around to different places in a moment and
1: it's so strange what gets these million views like you'll see all of a sudden like some 12 year old uh just shouting about the newest walking dead video yeah like i make videos for a living and my YouTube, like you know, I work with doctors, and the highest I've gotten, I think, was a thousand views, and that was after only a thousand, only a thousand views. I saw got was twenty thousand. And really, what did you make? I did
0: this. I wrote well. I, I wrote this thing for MTVU. Oh yeah. And it it's, see, and
1: that like that that's all about like promotion. Well, actually, now, no. The thing I did people for don't really was probably want more. to watch videos about doctors. Okay, like. Not a lot of people will go out of their way to watch a doctor video. They'll watch some annoying kid talk about how they thought it was, like, scary about Walking Dead. For some reason, that's entertaining to people. I, I mean, I think people are getting, personally, I, I think people are getting dumber. Uh, but, uh, you know, they still get views. And views, after a while, you can get a promotion. You, you, I mean, you can get sponsorships. Yeah. And Actually, here's another, the, another thing about the Game no. Grumps in that vein. Uh, you know, tell you, in my opinion, when I think of the highest grossing guy, I think of PewDiePie. You can't talk about yeah. YouTube success without talking about PewDiePie. I think he's annoying as crap. I think what he does is um, uh, just dumb, and I don't think he's funny at all. And I think his whole – I mean, he's also a little uh, – I mean – you know, a little. Well, a little, that's another. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't. I don't know if he is. Uh, you know, I mean, he, no, just, he I'm, said things. No, I'm under the
0: opinion if you can question if someone's racist or not, they are. That yeah, that's usually. I think that's you usually don't 10, do those
1: jokes without a little, a little, a little bit, bit of and uh,
0: racism. A little bit of you know. Also, anyone who's slight like accidentally says the N word, probably probably a little. I mean, you I'd, probably if you I'd, say I'd, the N word randomly. It's probably because you say it uh, like more uh, than like per- like occasionally. Or you say and so I, many I times think if as a joke. I, I think if anyone says the n word, who was not black, a little bit more racist than the average bear. But anyways, that's PewDiePie Yeah, beauty. Pewdie- Pewdie- bears pie, are pretty racist. Was, was the most subscribed to Isn't YouTuber. He still? I don't. I haven't. Maybe. I think. I think he still is. He probably is.
1: I don't think he'll ever. And here's the thing. These people, like Logan Paul... Logan Paul is another story. Logan Paul, for those who don't
0: know about Logan Paul, he is... So, a lot of people kind of defend PewDiePie because, although he has said some racist things...
1: You could still equate it to, like, the South Park, like... Yeah, you can still equate it to just, like, being outlandish. I think they do it tastefully.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, South Park does have the... They are, like under comedy central and they also it's not like an instant i feel like with youtubers they kind of just shoot it edit upload shoot it edit upload it's and like these very high-powered quick. ones
1: i think they like don't know they're they're i think sometimes they get too big of themselves they're mm-hmm. like i can do no wrong yeah look but at this what well, well, is kind of weird that's logan paul so logan paul
0: uh is already <laughs> before this um logan paul and the uh jake paul those. we're both well known for being kind of the assholes of youtube where they would there's this whole subsection of youtube where people do like pranks which aren't pranks they're just actually just like ruining people's days just like going like up where and... there's this one guy i forget his name i think it was like fousey or something where he i don't think that was him but whatever um he did like fake, uh fake bomb threats pranks where he would just start running around a a duffel bag and saying it's a bomb and running away. And it was just like... And then they when they get sued or whatever, they make videos about it, and they're just like, you know, they don't really apologize or whatever. I don't know. It's really stupid. But Jake Paul has millions and millions and millions of subscribers. And he (laughs) decided to go to Japan, make a very racially insensitive video about Japan where he takes Pokeballs and throws them at random people in Japan Spe- pretending they're Pokemon.
1: Speaking of which, I need to show you a video of, that makes fun of the whole, like, him and in then, Japan.
0: And then, so, but not only that, like, that video in and of itself, believe it or not, he's done that before. Um, he goes into a infamous forest in Japan where people, a lot of people commit suicide, and he finds a dead body and shows it he blurs it out, but not really. He, and he, he just he uses that as his thumbnail. And then he he, he deletes he it his... it. he uses it as a... I think so. And you but have like to... still the fact that he's he's making millions of dollars more than he normally does just by showing like he's a hundred percent and then he tries to spin it by making about like anti like if you're depressed call these numbers and stuff but when he was showing the dead body he was making jokes yeah he was cracking jokes and stuff and then he decides to do this thing where he takes a little bit of time off meanwhile his subscription base keeps growing and he makes an apology video he tries to make a video where he's like uh, he's trying to like redo everything and stuff and then he did, I, I don't know what it was, but pretty soon after, he did a video that was another asshole video stuff, and his brother Jake Paul is just as big as an asshole. And that's the sad side of YouTube, are these people, who, who, it's really only on YouTube that people are like, can, can get away with literally just being assholes. They can't
1: keep getting away with it! <laughs> Someone's going to do something! Someone has to stop Someone the-
0: needs a YouTube vigilante. Are you hitting the table?
1: no i'm hitting the i'm hitting this someone
0: needs a youtube vigilante yes
1: you know what that's a great idea people if you start seeing like these people just running up and stopping these assholes in their own video Mm -hmm. i'm just saying like you heard heard it here folks break their camera no yeah break their no no, well no you need to yeah break their break something break their will yeah break their will or ruin their joke Like be in a mask (gasps) Okay, people, you've heard it here folks. Don't break their camera because it has to be on camera and they still want the views, Uh -uh. right? Have a vigilante who tracks these these assholes moves and they're about to do like these threats Right? So like like say like this guy is about to plan to do a, a fake bomb threat. Like run up and be like, Everybody! That's not a bomb. It's not a bomb. You, sir, are a bad person. Or, like, as Jake uh, Jake whatever is about to, like, show the dead body, just like, sir, you are a horrible person that is a dead person. How dare you? Vigilante. <laughs> and then they end with vigilante. Yes. Like, or, Anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what, if, if someone, if, if their turns, it's our idea. It, We're well, I was it.
1: about to say, like, if you see two guys running around. Stopping these bad Yeah, men.
0: it's not us. Wink, wink. Not just probably <laughs> us. Anyways, bad so man, that's man. the actually a little bit of sidetrack. The video I probably technically kind of have the most views on uh, is 200,000. <sighs> because I helped out with the behind the scenes for a Little Yachty music video as a sound op. Um, I didn't actually edit it. That was my friend, um, Arsham Rahanyan. Yeah. Uh But that was technically my most. Okay,
1: if we're spinning verses here about our, you know, our how big our pockets are in our pants. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Um, my
0: pockets are so big. Yeah,
1: well, let me show you some of my pockets. All right, show me a pocket. Okay, here's my pocket. Apparently, so I was like, I don't know if I've said this before. I went to Las Vegas to edit some videos for this NAB thing. Uh, My uh, boss. Uh, who I won't say the name of, but it was also Steven Spielberg. Mm. Uh, he told me, no, th- this is serious. He told me the videos that I was making for, uh, for this NAB, was seen by millions because people tune in to this NAB live show. Um, wow. Unfortunately, because conference. it's broadcast and wasn't YouTube, uh, it needs to be... Then why are you talking about it? I'm just saying... This episode is about um, YouTube. <laughs> it will be on YouTube. Oh, I'm just. Oh, wait! To ruin—that's
0: probably decl- <laughs> or, uh, classified con- information. Then, if it's not on YouTube yet, <laughs> it's, all right. No, fire I this man.
1: Anyways, um, so yeah, I think that I think that was.
0: I think we should talk more about. I think we need to talk like two- about specific things well, in YouTube. I think I, I think, think we YouTube need a is with, I think so as well
1: because we're we're going over and I. But I think next week we should have a, a guest.
0: That's true. Um, well, actually, that might be kind of hard since I'm gonna be gone. Ugh. But we can talk about that later. But when we do have a guest, we'll talk about that in a second. But something I want to I want to talk about real quick yeah. is specifically about Casey Neistat because Casey Neistat, after his beam folded, he started this new production company called, uh, or not a production company, a new like a thing called Three Six Eight. Now, the whole point of Three Six Eight is it's trying to be a studio for, um. For uh, uh, YouTubers, and he, he the thing the reason why I did like uh, uh, Casey Neistat is he does have connections with actual film. He's actually helped uh, the um, uh, the Safdie brothers who directed Good Times. He is friends. He actually produced their first film, um, and a lot of times in his videos, like when he was talking about why he does YouTube, he showed a clip from Rushmore. Uh, where it was Max saying that he he his goal in life is to just choose um, something he likes and just keep g- going for it. And, like, Rushmore is what makes him happy. And then YouTube was like, YouTube is my Rushmore. So he does have a connection with... It feels like he's the one person that's really trying to make things cinematic in YouTube. And that's what this three eighty or 386 or whatever it's called, 368, is trying to be like. And it's trying to make YouTube... Uh, although it's even, it's as legitimate as it is now, he's trying to make it. Um, we should A go little there. bit more of a cl- collaboration. We
1: should we should give up our lives and go there. We should we should
0: try. It not might be a, a tough ticket. To I've tried to contact him a lot, but he's he's not <laughs> the easiest to contact. Man, even though he tries with... to be. What is up? T- with... and nice that it's kind of two faced though, because mm. in one of his videos, he talked about how he responds to every single written message. This he gets. man hasn't gotten a response. Him twice, I sent him two messages in mail, to his office, haven't received, pardon my French, poop. Ah! Yeah, I just ah! blew Zach's mind with that, ah! with that little tidbit. That was um, bad. Anyways, so, yeah, Kissy Nice Dad is also, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little bit miffed at him nowadays. Ooh, um, a little. But he's doing his own thing. I like Philip DeFranco. Um, also, there's this channel. Do you, if, do you have a channel that you want to advertise?
1: Um, On Cinema at the Cinema... Best, uh, uh, you know, place to be. I guess I should, you know, also talk about what I work for, Pit Plus Me, since that's like, I mean, like, that's what I do for a living. Well, I if are probably... guessing,
0: I'm going to go ahead and guess, uh, that you don't really want to advertise that. I mean, like, it's good. Would you? Okay, I'm a 15-year-old kid, and I got, I got 10
1: minutes. Hey, kid! <laughs> You want some money for a research project? Yeah? Watch my videos on Pit Plus Me. Who are you? I'm Zach Ferguson. I made a video about IUDs. What's U- Pit Plus Me? It is uh, this research study conglomerate where it puts all these studies okay, together. Bye. I made this video, kid, <laughs> about IUDs. <laughs> IUDs? IUDs. The thing that prevents
0: pregnancies? Yes, sir. That's definitely what a 15-year-old wants to hear about. Uh, a 15 Anyways, my, my recommendation. Girl, maybe? Yeah, start, I guess talk about it when they're young. Um, I want to recommend this thing called I Am a Cyborg, but that's okay.
1: Oh, wait. I want to make an actual re- recommendation. You already made one. No, I don't want to do pip bulls- I Am
0: a Cyborg, but that's okay, which is basically they take old classic films, yeah, um, cool. and then they put new music to it. Oh, and nice. it's kind of like a little music video where they cut scenes from it. Um, one of my favorites... Uh, is they take scene from *Daisies*, uh, which is directed by Vera. It was one of the other uh, people from um, Czech. the Czech, the Czech New Wave. Um,
1: 1950s, I believe. 60s. 60s.
0: They take that and then they cut it up and they put it to this band. Uh, they put it to um, *Pope Is a Rock Star* by Sales. Um, but anyways, what's your? It's it's one of my favorite things. It's a little mu- movie. Music videos, but go ahead
1: with yours. Oh, deck. um, actually, I would like to uh, give a shout out to Vic Berger. He does stuff for Adult Swim. He only does uh, YouTube stuff. Mm. He did a lot of like he makes, uh, he takes found footage and then puts in music over top of it, or puts in sound music. Like one of my favorite one is uh, Steve Harvey doesn't want to host Family Feud anymore, and it's just a compilation of. <laughs> All those dumb answers that people do on uh, Family Feud, and it just it, the way it's edited, it sounds like like these dumb answers are killing Steve Harvey's soul. That happens.
0: All right, let's continue now. We we might talk a little bit more about YouTube in the future for a yeah. part two, but let's uh, now go to our very traditional and classic um, reading of Charlie Chaplin's well, autobiography. Still on, um,
1: still on chapter. Uh, not even chapter one, but prelude. But the thing is, is you don't. Because I'm taking over now, um. you don't mark them. You don't mark where we left off. So I'm just going to have... Oh, okay, here we go. Here we go, people. <clears throat> but this Sunday, she sat litlessly looking out of the window. For the past three days, she had been sitting at that window, strangely quiet and preoccupied. I knew she was worried. Sidney was at sea, and we had not heard from him in two months, and Mother's hired sewing machine, with which she struggled to support us, had been taken away for owning back installments, a procedure that was not unusual. And my own contribution of five shillings a weekly, which I earned giving dancing lessons, had suddenly ended. That's pretty cool. We I definitely
0: didn't... read that last week. We did. And we probably read that same paragraph the week before.
1: Then we need post-it notes. <laughs> I had a post-it note, people. All right. Anyways, we'll
0: we're, we're gonna continue <laughs> on from. We're actually gonna move on from th- that next week. But anyways, so we need. So let's, just... let's now. We have ten minutes left. Let's real quick, quickly talk about movies we've seen this week. All right, Zach, Sam. go ahead. Oh,
1: for me. Okay, so I would talk about Isle Dogs, which I did see. But uh, I was a little day, uh, little um, uh, out of it, not a lot of sleep, and uh, I did have a beer with it, and I feel like I want to be pure when I review Isle of Dogs. You schmuck. I did like it a lot. I really did, and I probably will, but I want to see it again, uh, because Wes Anderson, at least some of his movies, I need to see it again, and I want to see it with a, a, a friendly face. So I'm going to talk about Life is Sweet, a Michael Lynn movie. Uh it stars a lot of people from the Harry Potter um franchise. It's a simple 1990s movie about a family in Britain. Real simple. Uh it's it's just uh it's a it's a married couple with two kids who are like in their 20s. One has a horrible eating disorder. Uh the other is just you know just a person looking for a job. Uh but she's real chill and they have kind of a perverted uncle. And they have a friend who's a bit of an alcoholic but sells the father um, this uh, cooking van. Like this little van that you can make hot dogs in. And it's just a really, just a, a, a slice of life movie. I give it an 8 out of 10. It's very well shot. Uh, very well uh, kind of paced and the characters you feel for. I will say there's a really weird scene where, the just as a warning... It comes out of nowhere, and I was a little embarrassed to see it on the theater. I mean, on sorry, in the air on the airplane. The girl with the eating disorder—the only way she can have sex, she's having sex with um, the guy who plays the werewolf from Harry Potter—is—is uh, is if she, he rubbed he he smears chocolate all over her body.
0: Oh wait, I've heard about this.
1: And has hurt really? Oh, it's so weird. It comes out of nowhere she's like are we gonna do it and he's like i guess so love and she holds up a thing of nutmeg or like the chocolate and he goes oh you're it, baby ah. and then all of a sudden just cuts to her completely naked and there's chocolate smeared all over her fr- front side and she's ch- um, she's tied up to the bed i'm like whoa whoa where did this come from this is such a wholesome like not wholesome, but like, you know, average movie, all of a sudden I'm getting these this graphic sex scene. Mm-hmm. And I had to fast forward it because I, I was afraid someone was going to look over and be like, oh, wow, this guy's looking at porn. Mm. So, you know, if you see somebody, if you see that guy lift up a thing of nutmeg or chocolate and, you know, you don't no, really want to see cover that. Cover your kid's eyes. Cover your kids' eyes. And Besides cool. it, I actually think it is kind of a bit of a. Well, they do swear a lot. Wow. And the British is a bit thick. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, for you should.
0: That's not good for kids. Did,
1: sometimes I talk well, my
0: movie that I'm going to talk about um, yes. is this movie called Once Upon a Time in America.
1: Oh, yes.
0: I would say definitely do not watch this movie. Wow! There is. Robert De Niro has two rape scenes oh. where he rapes two girls, two different girls. And the movie seems to be okay with that. Uh, there is really not any uh,
1: really Is he bad, a bad is he a bad guy? What I mean, mean he's, he's a, gangster. a gangster, but like he's
0: still the protagonist. He is? He is definitely the protagonist. Yikes. I and they never really, you know in fact the, the first girl he rapes, they she turns into I guess she was she either was or turns into a uh kind of a prostitute sort of person, but they kind of insinuate that she liked it, and then she starts dating his friend. And it's kind of, like, completely with the okay with the fact that they robbed this place and raped one of the girls. Uh. And then a little bit later on, he starts raping this other woman who um, she he had, like, loved since he was a kid. And basically the movie it pawns it off as, like, well, that means that now they can't really be in love anymore, and like, cause now, now he, ah, too bad for him. The their relationship is now like officially over. Was, oh well. And it was kind of like, dude, that's worse than murdering in some way. Like that's that's horrible. You uh, cannot well, be, in my opinion, bad. I rape is up. Like oh, if, well, if you're yeah. if you ever rape someone, you are instantly not at least not the protagonist. You are instantly a bad guy, or yes. girl. Like I think it's it's instantaneously you have you cannot be the protagonist if you if you rape someone in the film, which is why the movie Naked is really confusing.
1: Uh, that movie is really because it begins also,
0: with the main, the I guess the protagonist raping someone,
1: and the, and then he escapes uh, London or wherever he is, Sydney, or and then he like just drives away, and then he just like. He, I mean, they never really talk about it. I, yeah, I don't. I mean, these are both movies that are directed by men. Yeah, and uh, I've seen—you know—everybody's seen Sergio Leone's other movies: *Good*, *The Bad*, *The Ugly*, yeah. uh, *Once Upon a Time in the West*. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. His portrayal of women are not like it's horrible. Probably, I mean, yeah, probably not the most PC. It's the worst. Uh, I,
0: I I was... I was... After that, I was disgusted man, with the movie. Well,
1: I, I still really... I, I still feel like I need to see it. But...
0: Honestly, the first hour is cool because they're kids. Yeah. That's good. But once they turn into adults, I so don't... you're
1: saying don't watch it at all? I, I would say no. So this is kind of like the thing, like, Manhattan is considered a classic. No.
0: Manhattan is... But like, I mean, Manhattan is a little more back... controversial because it has more of a context it's now. More but
1: controversial?
0: This... No, I, uh, Manhattan is controversial because it now has the context of what actually happened. But like in the movie, yeah, it was kind of okay. This this film Dep- is depicts, depicts actual unconsensual rape
1: with robert de niro with
0: robert de niro and i really wanted to talk about this because i was watching this and i was like how can this be i mean they didn't like praise rape but like still it was like how can this be acceptable that this guy is like still the protagonist after he raped not one but two different people in the film and for some reason he's still the protagonist wow and I guess he might be a little bit of an anti-hero, but in regards to the film, he's still the protagonist. Yeah. So I highly I it, do not watch the, that film. Do I you would think say.
1: less of people? No, no, hold on. Do you like I like I still would want to see it for that cin, cinema? I mean history. See it. Like, yeah, because, no, I mean it's because I want I want to have my own point of view. I will. Fast forward those scenes. I can't watch that. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, you're putting kind of like, maybe I shouldn't watch it kind of a thing? I would say no. I, it honestly wasn't even, like,
0: even without that, it was, if that was taken out, it still wouldn't have been that, that good of a movie.
1: Well, maybe I'll save it for when I'm older or never see it. I don't know. Because it, uh, his movies, Sergio Leone's movies are uh, cool.
0: It was great in the beginning. Yeah. The first I would, the beginning just watch parts the first was hour. really cool. I'd say just watch the first hour. It's a four hour movie. You know, so. that,
1: that reminds me of a, this other movie called uh, The Bronx Tale. It's just like that. It shows like the the coming of age of a gangster mm-hmm. who decides not to become a gangster. And it's with Robert De Niro. And the first, I'd say, hour, maybe 45 minutes shows the, the main character as a kid. Fantastic movie. And then the kid turns into a, an adult and the kid stinks. He stinks. The actor stinks, so the rest of the movie is not that great. Mm. So, you know what? Maybe I'll watch the first hour and just consider, like, wow, that was a fun movie. Cause that, and there's that famous bridge scene. That's... And I mean, at least the the bridge yeah. shot that's yeah. on the cover. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a beautiful shot. It is, shot. and that's in the first hour. I really... Every time I see a bridge or I go out shooting somewhere, I try to see... I try to shoot something like that. I don't yeah. know. It's just... It's a
0: really cool shot. The first part of them just being kids and, like, 1911, 1920s is really cool.
1: I started watching it. Oh,
0: it's more—it's more like the 19. No, no, that's not. That's that's in like the 20s during Prohibition. Yeah. The the when they're kids and it's like the early 1900s. Yes. That's 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 that's, that sign. That's a that's a cool part when they're kids.
1: Okay, I watch just that part. All right.
0: But that has been two to you. Party on. See you in the future
1: podcast, Beppo.